Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. I'm your host, Dave C., and you're listening to Never Isolated, a show hosted here on TalkShoe, and the show ID is 7910667, and you're most welcome. Indeed, yes, uh, here we are again on another of the uh, midweek episodes. Well, I shouldn't say midweek, really, because we are at the end of the week, indeed. Today's date is Friday, the 25th of September, 2020 and you're listening to never isolated episode 121 an economic imperative and the uh, description for today is um whilst cases climb excuse me just, just in my headset there while cases climb chancellor rushi sudik gets creative and unveils emergency job scheme to aid the economy and the economy i'm talking about if you can perhaps tell from my voice, is the UK economy. Yes, uh, we're talking about the world pandemic, COVID-19, but from the perspective of uh, people in the UK, uh, England and the devolved governments, although we do cover um, aspects of how this is impacting on the rest of the world. Very difficult to cover it in its entirety, of course, and we try and do so in around 30 minutes. We're usually, uh, we've, <laughs> I've slowed down a little bit. Uh, we've gone from doing about four of these midweek shows to about two. The last one was on Wednesday. Uh, and the previous one to that was one of our quiz episodes that we did. And all these are up on the feeds, both available here on Torchu site itself under the show ID. And I'll play a little clip in about that in a moment. And across a very large number of uh, podcast directories, not least of which most recently um, is um, Amazon Music uh, Amazon Music Songs and Podcasts, I think is now its new term, and um, Deezer, along with a number of traditional uh, podcast directories, and of course iTunes and the iOS podcast app. Um, uh, just very quickly, it's a while since I've gone through this list. Pod Paradise, Luminary Podcasts, um, Podcast Land, Overcast, Podbean, Castbox, Listen Notes, uh, Podbay, Podtail, uh, Player FM, Burberry. Uh, so I think we've got quite a number of those covered. But if you come to the actual site here itself on Torchshoe, um, although I do it live, I should just make a, a statement. I'm not unmuting visitors at the moment. I'm in what's called presentation mode. And indeed, to that end, I am <clears throat> presenting currently in the studio room the show uh, badge. And I do from time to time show a number of graphs, which when shown, will be available for people to uh, download uh, if they listen back to this uh, podcast um, actually on the Torchview side itself. So just while I gather my breath, before we start into today's topic, um, 
which is, as I mentioned, an ec economic imperative. Um, let me play in this short clip. This is Never Isolated podcast here on Talk Show, And please remember, we have a Twitter account, Never Isolated, all one word. Show ID is 7910667. Okay, I'm just checking further to see nobody has joined me in the room. Uh, just give out some of the statistics that um, I gathered together prior to the show. I try not to do too much prior to the show in terms of doing it the previous day because it's such a quickly changing um, aspect of this uh, whole thing. And the emphasis um, shifts daily as well between the obvious um, need to contain but um, allow the uh, contain the virus uh, or at least modify its its trajectory uh, care for those in the most need and the most danger uh, whilst keeping society feeling as normal as possible to be and trying to mitigate the economic impact which has been very very uh, difficult indeed and we've now had two quarters, I think, of uh, contraction. And um, the thrust yesterday, um, after midweek, um, the the Prime Minister talking about new stricture sanctions and us going, and I talked about this on Wednesday on episode 120, about um going to a level four from a, a level five to level one system we've moved up from a three to a four meaning that we are uh, in a not quite a full lockdown but uh, having to take more draconian measures to to cope indeed the number of people at a wedding was reduced back down it had been allowed to go up to 30 been reduced to 15 um there are Lots of other things, but please listen back to that episode at 120, never isolated, doubling down a six month gamble. And today, uh, after yesterday's announcements by the Chancellor, um, because the job scheme, the uh, furlough scheme, was um, coming to an end in October. And he was under a great deal of pressure for us not, as they was being said, employment to fall off a cliff because a lot of these people on the furlough were only on the furlough if the firm retained their position, even if they weren't being uh, going into work. And uh, with those all coming to the end, we could have had another, I don't know, three, four million people suddenly fall onto the unemployment market. And... Uh, the uh, Chancellor uh, had two two things happen once. Uh, the Prime Minister said that the autumn statement that was due has now been cancelled. Uh, he said it's, it, it's not the time now to be looking and setting out a plan for the next year. It's this next six months that we need to get through. And that, in a way, really threw um, the, uh, the country... Uh, into a very sobering state of mind, I think, if they weren't already in such a state of mind, in as much as I think a lot of people were thinking, well, maybe we might have a normal Christmas. Maybe things may ease off by Christmas. But I think the uh, Prime Minister, Boris Johnson, put that very firmly uh, back um, by stating almost categorically 
that the next six months was critical, taking us through Christmas, through the new year, through to basically what will be the end of the tax year, uh, end of March, uh, and of course, uh, the start of uh, the following spring. Um, and to, to plan for further forward than that, I think uh, what he meant is that basically we're going to have a, a spring budget and the things that the Chancellor had setting out in place was to carry us through this six months. And they needed to be having an immediate effect, not having a full um, budget and voting on budgets and so on. So let me get to some details, as I mentioned. <clears throat> in the health aspect, let's just uh, cover that slightly briefly, even though these numbers are staggering and frightening and well let me give them out uh, new deaths here in the uk has risen now to 40 after being 37 i think the previous day the total deaths now attributable to people who had a positive test within the previous time frame was 41,902. so by the time we get to the end of september it would seem we're going to be into uh, a number over 42,000. The new daily infections, it was a new high, a new daily high. That in itself is a sobering thought of 6,634, meaning the total infections by testing are 416,363. However, the one of the medical advisors said that, sounds starker than it is because at the height this new daily infections being a high there were probably up to a hundred thousand infections a day at the peak but of course those people just weren't being tested um so that probably accounts to why although sadly getting deaths up into the 30s and now 40 deaths is 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 not the way uh, we hope to proceed and we hope things to pan out. Um, uh, but the, some people are saying, well, if the high, infections are at a high, but deaths are in these lower uh, areas of number, low range of numbers, uh, is it because the, the uh, illness itself has weakened? No. The point was that when our deaths were at 500, 600, 700, 800, and peaked at 1,000, the chances were that the, the daily infections weren't at 6,000. There were probably 60,000 uh, infections, but not all recorded. So that is the differentiation, I think, on that. Worldwide, more than 32 million virus cases have been confirmed globally, with almost 983,000 deaths. And this is according to John Hopkins University. So let me just go to the daily site, just check. Nobody's joined me in the room, so we'll just continue on. First of all, let me go uh, and remind you that um, if you want to just check more details of those health statistics, the site to go is not the BBC News site, which I will be going to next, but it is coronavirus, that's all one word, coronavirus.data.gov. Dot UK. Um, 
and that has the testing as four main graphs testing cases that's the cases i've just read about 6634 healthcare we've now it's climbed up in hospital the number of patients in hospital is 1542 and the number of patients in ventilator beds is now 228 with uh, the daily admissions to hospital being 266. So those numbers are on the increase. And again, with the sadly on the deaths, daily total 40, total 41,902. So make a note of that if you are interested. Coronavirus.data.gov.uk Okay, um, before I go to the uh, more detail about the uh, emergency job scheme that was announced yesterday, let's go to the summary page. There are already two pages of data here. Remember, I go to the BBC News site because I feel as though in the UK it's a trusted organ of news. And secondly, because um, it's a public need to know uh, basis that I just... Uh, mention a few of the things. Now, there are some people on the have you say comments that would say that um, the the uh, <clears throat> there's a lot of simplified reporting going on, and that may well be the case because it's to get your hands um, of a detailed understanding of what's going on. You basically got to be uh, somebody with the uh, academic and medical knowledge and basically be steeped in this almost 24 hours a day because it, it, it is evolving all the time. And <clears throat> what's happening elsewhere in the world also needs to be taken into consideration. What's happening in Europe, in uh, Germany, in Italy, in Spain, uh, is, is seems to be and always seems to have been a couple of weeks ahead of us. So how they deal with it, how their their um, numbers develop can be quite, um, I believe, insightful in the way that we, we ourselves here in the UK um, adjust and uh, take into consideration what's happening. And again, I'm just going to, to um, take one more moment. Apologies as I just play in that clip one more moment. This is Never Isolated podcast here on Talk Show. And please remember, we have a Twitter account, Never Isolated, all one word. Show ID is 7910667. Okay, uh, well, um, just looking at the summary of the from the two pages, in hard-hit Brazil, the um, 2021 edition of the world-famous Rio Carnival Parade has been postponed indefinitely um uh, new stricter rules come into force in israel as the country enters a second week of national lockdown the european union's uh, health commissioner has warned that europe is in a decisive moment in the pandemic france's prime minister has warned the possibility of a second lockdown as daily cases in the country past sixteen thousand on Thursday, and the spread of cases in Spanish capital Madrid have brought the country's total number of cases above cases above 700,000. So, um, really, uh, the world is still very fully much in the grip of this. Um, we've also got 
economic news, which is what's going to be the thrust of today's call. You might not have mentioned it as we understood that as we're already halfway through today's topic. But on breaking news only, as I do this only three plus hours ago, UK borrowing soars in August as COVID costs mount. We've learned that the UK government borrowing borrowed, sorry, almost 36 billion in August as tackling the economic fallout of the pandemic. This figure is uh, the difference between the spending and tax income. And remember, in the um, in certain areas of thing, uh, tax was reduced from income tax was in, not income tax, but the tax levied was reduced from twenty percent to five percent in the catering and hospitality side of things, although not including the alcohol. Um, so um, the increase meant that the borrowing figure hit its highest level for August since records began in 1993. And that's according to the Office of National Statistics. Um, workers and businesses in hospitality events and retail have expressed their concern um, because, of course, pubs have gone down now, further lockdowns. Pubs will have to close by 10 p.m., um, I saw something about my own local pub saying they're actually going to stop serving at 9.15. Um, um, some incredulity has been said about why they would close at 10. I, I'm wondering why it's not a staggered closing because it means everybody's going to leave the pub at the same time, which I think is why the time that they serve the last drinks is going to be much earlier, not the last 15 minutes, because then you'll have everybody drinking up and trying to leave the pub at the same time. Here are some of the other top stories in the UK. Uh, um, dozens of Conservative MPs are, are backing an effort to increase parliamentary scrutiny of coronavirus restrictions. Of course, the, uh, the, um, the way that things have had to be implemented in a very quick measure has been that the basically the cabinet have uh, as a, a, a cabal is that the right word and an enclave has basically had to make decisions and then inform parliament after the event and perhaps some of the backbenchers are feeling left out of this process um there's some worry from the civil service that the government wasted three weeks by repeatedly changing its advice on working from home. You remember to get the economy moving again, the 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 advice was changed. Don't always work from home if you can work safely from work, and if provisions can be made, do try. They were trying to get the people back on the rail service. The the towns and cities where most of the uh, local economy, the little shops, the little cafes, the little coffee bars relied on office workers coming out for an hour in lunchtime, stretching their feet, going and buying a newspaper, going and buying a sandwich, buying coffee. <laughs> you might think buying a coffee is not, not going to help the economy. But when the, uh, a cup of coffee costs three or four pounds a time and a sandwich and a bagel or whatever, people are spending what? six, eight, ten pound on their lunch. Oh dear indeed, yes it does. And even there were reports from people like um, hairdressers. There was one guy where 
basically for well obviously a lot of people only have a 40 minute lunch hour maybe an hour but lunches are usually staggered in offices so from about 11 or half 11 till half one maybe two o'clock he was dealing with lots of people coming to have their hair cut in that time that is now dropped to almost zero again now these might seem small things but come as you compound them they make a real impact on whether he can keep his business open therefore keep his staff employed or a small number of his staff employed etc etc and so on and i think you get the picture uk going back to 1980s levels of unemployment that's why we're on the economic move today. The Labour's shadow chancellor, uh, Annalise Dodds, said she was concerned that Rishi Sudik's job support scheme, and we'll get to that in a moment, may not offer employers enough incentive to save jobs rather than making redundancies. She told the BBC Today's uh, programme, Radio 4 Today's programme, it currently looks like at some levels of pay, it may not provide that level of incentive. Uh, and I think I'm going to stop reading from now. I'm just going to, we'll look at the summary page before we finish. I don't think I read the URL out. So let me just read that out. We may go back to it. The URL is bbc.co.uk forward slash news forward slash live forward slash world dash five four two nine one four nine zero and then it's forward slash and we're up to page two at the moment i'm going to leave that page because i do want to spend some time on the, the announcement yesterday so this page is from yesterday and it's talking about the chancellor speaking and unveiling his emergency job scheme the url is bbc.co.uk forward slash news forward slash business dash five four two eight zero nine double six and um the government and um, firms will continue to top up wages but not like the eight percent um scheme that has been done the job support scheme which will replace the furlough scheme will see workers get three quarters of their nominal salaries for six months, but I don't think all paid by the government. Nearly three million workers are 12% of the UK workforce are currently on partial or furlough leave, according to official figures. The current furlough scheme ends on the 31st of October. Then you might think, well, that's over a month away. But if people are being made redundant, they have to be given often up to a month's notice. So that's why the decision, the information had to come out before the end of this month, because if it was left much longer, the uh, firms would have had to have sent out these um, termination notices before a chancellor's new scheme came out they couldn't wait and gamble on what that would be so that's the reason the government's contribution to workers pay will fall sharply compared with the furlough scheme 
Under furlough, it's initially paid 80% of the monthly wage, up to 2500 Under the new scheme, this will drop to 22%. The primary goal of the economic policy remains unchanged, to support people's jobs. But the way we achieve this must evolve. What the reading, as I did read more, um, the idea is rather than a... Uh, a workforce or an employer saying, well, you know, I've got eight people. I'll just have to sack four and keep four on full time. It's trying to allow a situation where perhaps all eight could be kept on as part time workers. So how will the job support scheme work? And I'm going to read this section on a public need to know basis in full. There are nine points. So. This is the only bit I'm going to read from the BBC News in full because it's straight from the Chancellor talking in Parliament. So here we go. Under the scheme, the government will subsidise pay of employees who are working fewer than normal hours due to lower demand. It will apply to staff who can work at least a third of their usual hours. Employers will pay the staff for the hours they do work. For the hours employees can't work, the government and the employer will each cover one third of the lost pay. The grant will be capped at at least £697.92 per month. And there's a reason, I believe, for that specific number. All small and medium-sized businesses will be eligible for the scheme. Larger businesses will be eligible if their turnover has fallen during the crisis. It will be open to employers across the UK, even if they have not previously used the furlough scheme. That's a very important one. The scheme will run for six months starting in November. So, that might be something you want to just slide back the slider, audio slider, three to four minutes, read, listen to that bit again, if that concerns you either through your own employment. And this is to avoid this cliff edge of redundancies. So the analysis is analysis by Darashindi David, I believe, is how you pronounce the name, Global Trade. Correspond. Now, I'm not going to read this because I want you to go to the BBC Business News site. And again, I'm going to read it. bbc.co.uk forward slash news forward slash business dash 54280966. The furlough scheme is a bridge to carry out, uh, to carry livelihoods through the crisis. But the bridge needs to reach the other side of the gap to be effective. Some workers will slip through the gap. The government is keen that those in unsustainable jobs are spurred to think about their next move. So there's um, lots more that that lady has to say there. So the idea is to say so that maybe it's not a question of job, no job. The, the, pe the pain, and there will be pain, can be spread out more evenly and 
Just give me one moment. I'm just going to clear my throat. Sorry, one of the things about doing a, a podcast where you're the only person talking on it is to uh, not have a chance to clear that. Apologies if that came through on the audio. Business again. bbc.co.uk forward slash news forward slash business dash five four two nine four five seven five. Tesco joins Morrison to limit sales of some items. This was only up to... Oh, limited and why I took that moment because the page is now refreshed 16 minutes ago Tesco has become the latest supermarket to place limits on the number of items shoppers can buy following a similar move move by rival Morrison's why is this happening well I think the very fact that the Chancellor uh, sorry the Prime Minister and now the Chancellor have said six months we've, some people were thinking we were you know, three quarters of the way through this, two thirds of the way through it. We've done six months. Maybe we've got another tough six weeks. You know, maybe when, you know, people start having their normal winter flu and that sort of, you know, protects them from that. And, and, and we've got a, a national health that's not suffering, not inundated. Um, we, we may be able to get to be able to have some sort of reasonable Christmas. We know from the staff of the NHS, I've mentioned this before, they are still recovering from the unbelievable stress, strain, emotional uh, wor uh, workload and pain and uh, things that they had to see that they probably would have never expected to see in a lifetime of being a nurse or an ancillary worker or a support worker or an ambulance worker or so on. They suffered and were basically on their knees, miraculously coping, but almost on their knees. The thought of it returning to anything like that um, is almost inconceivable to them. Um, we know now that this reason for this um, uh, mention of six months and the lockdown is not because we believe that the NHS is in an imminent um, uh, inundation of cases, but of course there's this other pent up demand for uh, cases because there is a real worry from the medical profession that the number of people who've gone undiagnosed with cancer, with heart problems, with dementia and all sorts who have not been able to be seen, that's another time bomb waiting to happen. So people are perhaps realising uh, after schools have gone back, university as uh, students have started again, that even though they're working in very great strictures, you know, we, we, we've got we've got it covered in some way. If people can adhere to the restrictions and not, you know, have these sort of uh, house parties and uh, uh, go to um, unlicensed events and so on. But I think uh, it's seeping through to the general consensus of opinion that we're still in it for the long haul. So the supermarkets are worrying that certain fractions of the the uh, country, people who are quite very realistically worried, maybe people feeling as though on a personal basis they need to go down in lockdown, 
that um, there will be that run on supermarkets. So supermarkets are acting to prevent a repeat of the panic buying that led to the shortage in March. Tesco said it had reintroduced um, uh, the, um, the bulk buying limits. This is to ensure that everybody can keep buying what they need. It has introduced additional limits on a small number of products such as rice, canned veg, toilet rolls, and uh, oh, on the baby wipes and antibacterial wipes, flour, dried pasta, and so on. So maybe up to 10 or a dozen items. So remember, if you want to check on that, that's bbc.co.uk forward slash news, forward slash businesses, forward slash, uh, sorry, dash five. I'm going to say that again. bbc.co.uk forward slash new, forward slash business dash five, four, two, nine, four, five, seven, five. And we're going to move on again. I mentioned the UK borrowing source. So I'm going to clear that page. I mentioned the uh, the um, carnival. Um, the um, for people with uh, mobile phones that are as new, uh, the ones for the last four years or so. COVID uh, NHS COVID nineteen app. One million down downloads that is now available of the contract tracer act and this is using uh, and the privacy settings are now not so much down to government requirements as the um, android and ios privacy statements so um, uh, leo keelong and rory kathleen jones on the technological reporters um, the url for this and i'm going to put it into the room but not read much from it. But um, that app is now available. Um, BBC.co.uk forward slash news forward slash technology dash five four two seven zero double three four. And this uh, you need to. I think you have to make sure you've got the Bluetooth turned on over this. And uh, uh, the app is available for smartphones only, not tablets, smartwatches, or other devices. Uh, it's said to go on Android's Google Play and Apple's app stores. Uh, the handsets that have Android 6 released in 2015 are iOS 13.5 released 20, May 2020 and the Bluetooth 4 are higher. That excludes iPhone 6 and older versions of Apple handsets. Read more about that if you want to know. And um, and we've got more information here from the explainers page, which I won't go into, but I will give the URL. This is an explainer about the new scheme by Eleanor Laurie. Uh, this went up late yesterday following on from the Chancellor's statement. So it's an explainer. It's in uh, long form. And the URL for that is bbc.co.uk forward slash news forward slash. Uh, I'll get that again. Sorry, I'm tripping over my links here, aren't I? bbc.co.uk forward slash news forward slash explainers dash 
521353342. And that explains more in depth with some diagrams about uh, that, about how it's made. And that will uh, allow in one example that they show how somebody will end up getting 70% of their working day covered. So very, very useful page that in the explainers site on the BBC News. And lastly, coronavirus test turnaround times getting longer again in the UK, which is not, of course, what we, we want indeed. Now, I'm just going to refresh the live page um, because um, I am very aware of um, the time that we're running and there's a number of other cases there, but they're not on the economy. So I'm going to go back to the front page, refresh it one more time. Right, Scotland, yes. Uh, Scotland confirms 558 new cases in the past 24 hours. Uh, uh, Glasgow, of course, is one of their hot spots there. And, um, oh, this is just come up. London added to England's coronavirus watch list. That's a major development. London has been added to England's COVID-19 watch list. A group representing the Capitals Council says in a statement from London, this is just 10, 15 minutes ago. It's a stark reminder that now is the time for all Londoners to put together, pull together and take action to keep themselves, their families and their communities safe and ensure that London's economy is protected. Wow. So that is, I'm going to, that's a major development. So I'm going to end on that. Okay, well, uh, thanks ever so much for listening. And, and I'm going to end for today. The next episode you're likely to have from me on, Never Isolated, will be episode uh, one, two, two. And that will be another of our weekend um, quizzes where we try and uh, uh, take ourselves away. And that may well be compilation quiz five. Uh, we'll see how that goes. That might be towards the end of the weekend. Stay safe and uh, let me play out with this clip. Thank you for listening to Never Isolated, show ID 7910667, hosted here on TalkShoe. Bye for now. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.